Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee here, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And today's episode is a really special episode. I had a pleasurable talk with several Christian business owners, and we were talking about how to use our gifts, and more importantly, how to connect with the right people to help support and grow our businesses. So it's been a really valuable conversation and I wanted to share this talk with you. So enjoy. Good morning, everyone. I hope you guys are blessed. My name is Denise Lee and I I am a business coach for creatives and consultants. But really, I think of myself as an empower and motivator. So during this time that we're going to have with one another, I just want to share some things that this is what I've been told. You can chew the meat and spit out the bones, meaning that whatever that feels that resonates with you, I hope that you can be able to just to run with it and go with it. But if you feel like, nah, that's not really what's calling to me. I would say not necessarily spit it out, but pray about it and see whether or not it can work for you in the future. So that being said, I want to invite for those of you um, to look at my screen. I'm going to read um, a little section of the Bible and I'm going to dive into our main message today. And it's what are you hiding? So I'm reading out of NLT, New Living Translation. But if you have your preferred version, NIV, New King James, you just do what you enjoy most, or you can just read along with me. So here we go. Um, the parable of the three servants. Um, and again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earn five more. The servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they used his money. The servant to whom he entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Then I'm going to, in the brevity of time, I'm just going to simplify and say that he had another servant, gave two bags, invested, got 100%. And then the last one who gave one bag of silver, he said, I knew you were a harsh man harvesting crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid you would lose money, so I hid it in the earth. Look, here's your money back. But the master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. I knew I harvested crops I didn't plant and gathered crops I didn't cultivate. Why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I know I would have gotten some investment in it. Then he ordered the money, take the money from the servant and give it to the one with the 10 bags. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even little that they will have, 
will be taken away. Though the useless servant out into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Okay, my question to you is, what are you hiding? What are you hiding? So that illustration proved so well that God pours into a lot of us. He knows exactly what we have in our talents. I mean, just recall through Psalm 139, verses 13 to 14, that we are creating his womb and we were fearfully and wonderfully made. And then furthermore, in 1 Peter 4 through 10, each of us have been given gifts to serve one another and that we should be faithful servants, as racial stewards rather, of God's grace in various forms. So for I'm assuming that everyone that I'm that's here in this room is a business owner, right? I, I can see your faces. Let me know. Nod or shake your head. Let me know. Is everyone here a business owner? Cool. Okay. So you have a desire to, obviously, we're going to make money, right? But more importantly, we're going to bless people, right? Mm-hmm. And if we want to bless people, right, we need to fully utilize our gifts. Now, is there some gifts that are obvious and there's certain gifts that are not obvious, right? I want to encourage you, if you haven't done so already, start writing down and identifying all the ways that God has uniquely blessed you. Specifically, I'm not talking about necessarily just your money, right? I'm thinking about how you are uniquely able to serve the people in your community. I want you to get down specific ways that you can touch people in your business community, right? So I'm looking at Tina right now on the street, and I see that she is a fitness person. I don't know what she does, but I know that she fitness, but I see a green background, right? So when I'm thinking to that, I'm thinking that she wants to bring a lot of energy, right? What other ways, Tina, can you bring energy into your session with your clients? Specific ways that make you feel awesome and make other people feel awesome as well, right? This is all about what we know can best suitify how we operate and as well as our ideal clients operate. Because here's the thing, even if we know that things work well for us, it makes feels good for us, but if we're not bringing that energy and that focus into how we serve people, we're losing the investment that God gives to us. Now, I want to ask you something. Are you giving the best return for your time for God? Meaning that how are you spending your day? Are you spending your day spinning wheels? Are you spending your day investing into improving your image, improving your business, improving yourself? I have to take a step back and think about even the things that I've done the last year of my life. Frankly, you guys are going to lose your mind when you hear me say this. I spent tens of thousands of dollars this year on personal development. And I realized the reason why I had to do that is because of, and to, for me to be the best coach that I know, I am blessed because God gave me that talent. He's called me to invest more in myself because I am so 100% dedicated in giving God a return. I'm going to give the resources that he gave to me so I can pour out to others. 
So my question to you is, what are you doing right now to invest in yourself? Because a lot of times, like for all of you, I'm, I'm, I'm making an assumption that for most of you guys here, you guys are service-based entrepreneurs, right? So I want to break down something that I wish someone told me, and I'm going to share this to you for free, is that you mirror back what you feel about yourself to your business. Your business is a mirror, okay? If you're feeling low about yourself, if you're feeling disgruntled about things about yourself, it is time to unpack and uncover that because you're reflecting that energy out to people. Whether or not you intended or not, that is the outcome. So that's why I encourage service-based entrepreneurs to work really, really hard on improving how they feel about themselves so they can mirror the energy of confidence and assurance. Because have you ever been, let's say you've, been, you've gone to a, 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 a spa. I'm going to just throw out a spa, okay? <laughs> um, so um, for the guys who are listening, just bear with me, okay? <laughs> I'm working with a problem. Mostly women, okay? Let's so say you're going for a spa, you're specifically going for massage, right? And the massage, your massage therapist comes up to you and they say, hey, what do you want to do today? Will you be excited to jump on the massage desk? I mean, the, the massage floor and have someone massage you when someone says, hey, what do you want to do? Or would you be more thrilled to say, hey, how are you doing? Here's a cup of water. I hope you're having a blessed day. What can we do to make you feel fabulous? Do you see the shift in energy that is from an energy of feeling, you know, sad and complacent to a energy of high vibe? And imagine how the patient would feel or the client would feel if you're coming with that new energy. Wouldn't they want to talk with you longer? Wouldn't they want to be more engaged with you? I know I would, right? Because I I like getting massages, right? I never really want to have anyone who's contiguous to, you know, put their hands on me, right? So now I want to pivot and ask you, what are you doing to expand your reach? Now, I'm not specifically talking about your reach in terms of customers, right? I'm talking about your reach in terms of the people that can help grow your community, grow your network. Because think about it, every business owner that I'm speaking to here has their own community, right? How, what are, what's your magnet? What are you doing? That's part of the investment strategy too, is that we're constantly investing into bringing more people into our world, right? What are you doing to make yourself be visible? Are you contacting more people? Are you sending out ads? Are you, like whatever the strategy it is, what consistent effort that you pledge to do over the next 90 days that are you going to do to outreach to people in your community? Because this is really important. Because I think for a lot of us, we, we work so hard on our website, right? We get our flyers, we get our business cards together, right? And we just think, I, I'm here, guys. I'm here. Come on, customers, right? It doesn't work that way. We need to have a strategy where we can continually bringing in more people into our world because that's how we can grow our business. I want you to identify and write down within 90 days a strategy for bringing more people into your world. 
and stick with that strategy. Because for a lot of entrepreneurs that I meet, they just flip-flop all the time. They're like, well, that's five days, nobody's calling me. 30 days, nobody's calling me. In order for you to see results, long-lasting results, you have to have a plan to stick with that plan. Because otherwise, you won't be able to grow and succeed in your business. That's just how it goes. doesn't matter what kind of business you are. You have to have a consistent plan. Okay? Now, I want to talk to you about what are you doing to limit God from blessing your life right now? And you may be thinking, like, how, wait, I'm here, right? How, how, how does that work? I'm, I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> but in a lot of ways, we may be blocking God in inadvertent ways. We can be blocking God from blessing us, from making assumptions about how things should work. But we know through God that all things are possible, right? Mm. So if we believe that is to be true, right? If we know in our heart that I truly believe that all of us talking right now is not a fluke. That is through God's design. But if I'm not being perceptive about the people around us and the needs of everybody and just really focusing on serving you, I'm blocking God from blessing my business and blessing you guys. So I want you to start down and identify all the things where you think it's not possible. I don't think this should be so. I don't know what's going to happen, right? And I want you to think about whether or not, is this really God talking to me? Or is this my limited negative beliefs talking to me? Because oftentimes, those negative beliefs are blocking our blessings right now. Now, it was really interesting when I was talking with Alicia earlier. She said, I'm so glad that you responded. I'm so glad. And I'm like, why wouldn't I? Like, <laughs> that's insane. Like, why wouldn't I? I truly believe that it's a blessing to be able to talk to new people all the time because that is part of how I help other people is to invite more people into my world. So my invitation to you, if you haven't done so already, is that I know for a lot of you guys, you're getting so many emails on solicitation, like, hey, buy this, talk to me, like, take a moment and just be open to the possibility that wonderful things can happen by talking to a stranger. Mm-hmm. Open yourself to the idea that talking to a stranger may yield fruitful results. Because I think a lot of us, we automatically come up some a firewall of excuses. I'll never forget, I'll never forget a uh, and I was working with a business coach earlier this year, and I was telling her, uh, her name is Juliana. I said, you know, I just really struggle a lot with, you know, just balancing my drive to work. I feel I'm really struggling with, you know, feeling more feminine about myself. And she she gave me a book. And I'm not going to get into the details of the book, so that's beyond the scope of this conversation. But she gave me a book. And would you believe I bought the book and I didn't pick up the book for six months later? <laughs> Has anyone given you a resource and you just kind of just said, oh, it's a good idea, just talk it to the side, right? I'm telling you guys, this specific book changed my life. And the reason why it took me six months is because I was giving myself six months of excuses. Six months of, I'll figure it out. Six months of, 
I don't need this right now. Six months of, I'll try some other method. Oftentimes, God gives us the solutions on a silver platter. Have you ever noticed, like, when you've been really struggling with something and you, you hear someone say, well, why don't you try this? And you go like, nah. Or why don't you, and you heard another person say the same exact idea, but in a different way and you rejected it. Believe it or not, that is Holy Spirit ringing your bell over and over and over and over. <laughs> I see, <laughs> I see Sina raising her hand because she can relate, right? You have heard people, and I, and I see you too, Michelle, I see you kind of, hmm, <laughs> ringing some bells here, right? Because we have been given so many tools, right? But we let our own sense of arrogance, yeah, arrogance, pride, self-sufficiency, right? Block us from receiving the help that we need. I'm telling you guys, I have an assistant. My assistant saves my life. She says, Denise, would you like me to do my thank you? Because I'll be spinning wheels all day long, <laughs> writing an email or doing something, right? Let someone help you make your life easier. Let someone else show you a way that you can make your life better. You don't have to do this alone. And when we allow God to have people come into our lives, we can get a better return on our investment. Because we're allowing God to work in and through us. So I want you to humble yourself. Humble yourself. Identify the specific ways that God wants to support you. I want you to make yourself unavailable for being prideful or self-sufficient or neglectful of things that you haven't been, that hasn't been working well for you. One of the things I tell my clients all the time is, what are you going to make yourself available for? And what are you going to make changes so that you can get more of what you want? I say a lot more no's to things that don't work for me so I can say yes to the ways that God can bless my life. So in the interest of time, I'm going to stop right now. I love to invite anyone who's listening to ask me any questions. That was good, first of all. And second of all, I was, for the record, I'll say, I do like this spa as well. So I did want to just throw that in there. I do like getting, I like a good massage myself. So uh, <laughs> so I do that whenever I can. Um, and um, where's, where I wrote, I think I just lost my question. I had a question for you that I think I just lost talking about the spa. Um, <laughs> but I think it was related to, um, you know, the, the idea of inviting people into our life, you're mentioning that a little bit earlier. Um, you know, I, I think we all have social networks and there's a lot of ways we can do that. I mean, what's your suggestion there? I mean, can you be more specific about kind of like what is you have in mind about the people we should be inviting into our life to help us along the way? Or how do you suggest going about doing something like that? So there's, it calls into three buckets, right? I have the people that are my customers, 
I have the people that can motivate and encourage. And I have the people who can support me along the way. And I always categorize in those three buckets. And if you fall out of that bucket, you don't belong. If I feel like I'm pouring more energy into you and you're not fulfilling one of those three aims because I know I want to invest in my business, you don't come. So I'm not in the charity of trying to work with people who are not willing to work for themselves to attain their goals. Gotcha. Okay, that's good. Thanks. So, so I guess we can each have our own buckets. Everyone should like, have their buckets. Every, take a list, write down every single person, and where do they fall in that bucket? Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm saying, can, go ahead. can we create our own buckets label? I mean, I know you gave us a good framework here, but, you know, there might be others, other categories. No, no, they're not. We're not <laughs> we need to simplify our slides. For a lot of us, we're trying to reinvent right. the wheel. And no, we're not. So we stay on track and we stay focused. All right. Anything else, guys? We have about two minutes. I actually had a question. Hi. Thank you for Hi. coming today. And Christopher actually hit on it, and it was about partnerships. I'm reading this book, and it's kind of based in Solomon and speaking about these marketers who um, who really started to read Proverbs every day. And after reading Proverbs, they, just, they saw how their lives changed. And one of the things they talk about is partnership and how we can do more with other people. Um, and I guess to piggyback off of Chris's question, when you're partnering people, when is the right time to unpartner with them? Mm. Um, especially if you feel like it's not um, as fruitful as you would have hoped it to be. Um, but also just knowing when is that time to kind of break away or to partner with a different group. And if that is uh, ethically or it's not about being ethically correct, but just being um, not being seen as like somebody that's jumping partners or jumping shit. That's a really good question. No, that's that's perfect. I totally understand. Thank you for the question, Shauna. So I want to ask all of you guys who are listening, do you have a expectation for all the people in your world in terms of the buckets that I mentioned? For, For example, my supportive people give more than they receive, right? My supportive people stay focused on positive things. My supportive people contact me at least once a month. I, I want to go back and ask you the question is, how have you identified what these people should do for you in your life and their capacity? And if they're not filling that expectation, then it's time to come loose. Now, for a lot of people, we, we have expectations that we don't communicate. Maybe you have an idea of what a partner is, but their idea of partner is not lining up with yours. I always tell people manage expectations. So identify what issues are problematic. Have a meeting of the mind where you lay out expectations, what you're hoping to gain. Is this practical? Is this doable, right? Remember I talked about the 90 days? I go back to the 90 days. Give people room to grow, right? And if it's not lined up within 90 days after you've mentioned this, then it's time to invite them to find another person that they can partner with in the future. 
release them so they can connect with somebody else that's better suited for you. I hope that answered that question. Wonderful. Thank you. Anybody else? Well, I, I know, um, oh, Denise, I know you have to run, so I don't want to, you know, and we'll continue having a conversation and we can, I know we can reach out to you, um, email, right. And just follow up. Um, Denise is happy to, you know, engage with you beyond this moment, right, Denise? Yes. I'm, I'm so speaking. <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to put that in the end, but I'll just say it right now. So I want to invite all of you guys, if you haven't uh, done so already, I want to I want to invite you to get to know me a little bit more. Um, I just gave you a little kind of top plate about who I am, but I want to invite you to visit me on my website, denisegelee.com where um, there's a lot of different ways that you can connect with me. I have a free uh, master class. It's 20 minutes. It comes with a workbook designed to help you use cover, color and image and text to uh, communicate value in class or whatever you want to do with your brand. Um, I have some other ways that you can uh, keep the conversation going with me is you can join my Facebook group, Impactful Entrepreneurs. I post regularly uh, more inspiration and tips and advice. Um, I have a Selling Secrets Guide, which is great for um, those of you who are in the creative and consultant world. But if you're willing to um, talk with, oh, let me, and then I have courses. Um, I have different uh, standalone courses. This is my favorite soup to nuts course um, that I've made I'm about how to basically everything from be more confident, be more assured of yourself to making sales online. Uh, if you're confused about how, what to post or what to say online, contagious conversations, amazing attitude. In fact, two of my clients are working through amazing attitude right now to help them transform how they view and think about themselves. And then lastly, my royalty program, where we talk one-on-one -on -one more in depth about specifically what you want to accomplish in your business. So I've got a different, a lot of ways. And obviously you can uh, read my articles or listen to my podcast, whatever, but I just want to invite any of you guys to take advantage of any of those resources on my website. So I think that's it. Well, thank you, Denise. Um, and we will avail ourselves to your information resources. Thank you for joining us today. I know you have to run, so I'm trying not to keep you up here. Yeah, I appreciate it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make uh, Alicia the host right now. This conversation is recorded. After this conversation is done, I'm going to upload it in my group so that if you want to refer back to it as a resource, you can always listen to it again in the future. So that being said, thank you guys again. And I wish you guys the best in business and stay encouraged and make sure that you always think about how you can use your resources to bless others and advance the kingdom. All right. So are you going to stop the recording now? Or? No, the recording's still going. I'm going to continue. You guys continue talking amongst yourselves, but the recording will still continue. All right. Thank you, Denise. Stay bless everyone. Thank bless you for your time. So, guys, um, I know if you still have questions, I know we can still continue on um, seeing if we can get some help from each other or collective wisdom here. So is there anything else, um, any one of you want to share, any questions that you have about what Denise um, was talking about this morning? Yeah, actually, I do. It's interesting that she started her um, 
her message talking about the gifts and the parables about, you know, hiding your gifts. And I have a lot of conversations with myself and uh, my conversation over the weekend uh, was talking to myself about someone made a comment on one of my posts about, wow, Michonne, is there anything that you can't do? And I thought about it and I was like, he's given me a lot of talent. And for so long, I hid so many of those talents. And not being confident in sharing it because, you know, you hear that, you know, be a master of none if you have so many things. So I tried to like just focus in and tailor on some things and just was not successful. And I find that he gives me um, more when I'm literally doing a little bit in each of the pots that he's given me because and I'm going to be presumptuous and say that I believe it's because of the gifts that he's given for me to reach people and where he needs me to go because he knows that I won't be afraid to go into those areas. Um, but I've hidden so many things in the past and I just kind of made a declaration to myself. I said, no more. I'm not hiding it. If you give me something and I can do it, it's for a purpose. So let me just use it to the full because I want to be able to pour out and be empty when I leave this earth. I don't want to keep going, you know, have gifts I'm taking with me because they're not useful in heaven, but they're useful Mm -hmm. here on earth. And so I thought that was very timely. Yeah, that's a good point, um, Shonda. Um, I feel a lot like you in a lot of ways. Um, and, and I came across, I think it was Marie Folio one time because she's much like you. She said she's multi, some, I forgot the word she uses. Um, and she used to feel so bad for so long because she had all these different talents, right? And I think we, I, I guess just embracing who you you are, who God created you to be, that's and you're able to manage this because you have the Holy Spirit working in you and he's just empowering you to do so many things. And some of us are not made like that. And that's the beauty of, you know, like his creation. And I'm, I'm just learning to celebrate and appreciate that and not see it as a bad thing. It's just, it's not a one size fit all. You know, it's like, well, we're all supposed to just focus on this one thing and just do that pretty well. And that's it. But, um, and then you just sit and struggling. What do I do with all of this? God, Right. So thank you. That's um, really good what you shared. Be encouraged. I think that's kind of a two-step process too. I mean, I think it's number one, just kind of understanding to your point what your talents are, right? And just kind of having understanding of, of kind of where the Lord has blessed you in, in different areas. But I think the second part of that, just having the confidence to be able to share those talents with other people. You know, and I think that there's some vulnerability involved where sometimes maybe other people maybe don't, you know, I don't know. So I think there's, there's, there does require some confidence to be able to go out and maybe express and share those talents to some degree. And, and, and cause I think you're, you're making yourself a little vulnerable that maybe others don't see it the same way you do or whatever, you know? And so I think there's, um, but I, I completely agree with what you said, Michonne. I think it's, um, you know, to the extent that we're able to do that. And I, and I agree that idea of us maybe hiding, those talents, or at least, you know, it's kind of like, um, I forgot which verse it was, where he talks about, you know, light should be put on a stand for the world to see, shouldn't be, you know, um, covered up, you know, mm-hmm. so I think mm-hmm. all of us have that light inside of us. It, so it's, it's a matter of determining kind of what is that light that he wants us to shine on other people and having the confidence to step out and be able to do that as well and understand that, you know, um, we, we shouldn't at that point then just simply rely upon, I mean, just know that if he's, if he's putting us in that position to do it, we should be confident about doing it, I guess is what I was trying to say. So, mm. 
Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree so, with you. Oh, more Christopher. And uh, that's kind of where I got it from is Matthew 5, 13, hence Mashonda shines. It's an active verb that I need to be doing all the time is shining because he's giving me this light and it shouldn't be hidden. So yes. Good. Well, so, but also we, many of us have to overcome what we have been, how we've been programmed um, by, you know, society, loved ones, and, and told that our gifts um, are not, um, um, and our skills are, our God-given gifts that are, are not really ours. Or, or the other, what's more important, is not comparing, comparing um, you know, whatever is our, our skill set or our expertise is um, is comparing that um, you know that person or that business has um, is better than me, and um, but looking at the great gifts and the uniqueness that we have and overcoming. But so we first have to name it. We have to name if we are struggling with that thing. And um, Mashanda, she she Lashanda, sorry, she actually just you know said it really beautifully about um, embracing that she's just been keeping these things kind of tucked wherever, however, and um, something made her have a great come to Jesus and start tuning her own horn of those great gifts. And I think whatever is her secret sauce, she needs to start spraying it around um, for the world to have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Hey, I, I just want to kind of go back to something you said earlier, Mishanda, and I'm curious for everyone else on this one too about what Denise was saying about, hey, these people don't fit in your buckets. It's time to move on from them, Mm -hmm. essentially. And I'm kind of curious, has anyone like verbally expressed that to anyone that they're just not fitting? (laughs) I mean, I know that we could all just not acknowledge people anymore, essentially, and just kind of, you know, um, not engage people anymore. I guess if you have a more formal partnership, you have to acknowledge that. But I'm wondering if if any of you have had people in your life who, as she was kind of saying, don't fit in these buckets, you know, they're not, you know, they're just not part of the future, essentially, for where you're trying to go. If any of you ever had a conversation like that, that, hey, you know, listen, this this just, (laughs) you're just not part of, you know, where I see myself going, essentially going forward. Has anyone ever done that successfully? successfully that's a good word <laughs> it's not you it's 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 me you know this kind of way um just being very tactful i mean i've had situations like that and just knowing that you need to just part you know and and my way really is just um accepting the responsibility you know like what i see i i, I never want to to like tell you you're rotten like oh you're just the worst person and you're just we just don't fit Right. And, and still love you to pieces. You know, it seems like, you know, the th- things that you're interested in and things that I'm interested in, um, you know, it, it, it's not aligning. You know, I've, I had a business, a salon, and, and this happened with my sister. And I was, you know, the all filled up Holy Ghost. <laughs> and she was like, this is um, this is your thing, you know, and I, I just want to go and pursue mine. All right. And I just gave her. I guess permission, you know, it seems like this is not going to work, you know, and I didn't want her to feel bad about doing that, you know? So, I mean, I've had those awkward conversations. We're still sisters, <laughs> but um, it's, it's not an easy, easy thing sometimes, but I think it's very liberating when you do like you, you tell the truth. Otherwise you're going to stick with this person 
just this weight. You know, I've had people working for me in the salon that have had to just part ways. You know, I just remember one and I just had to just let her know it's okay. It is okay. You don't have to sit here frustrated. This is not, you know, we don't seem to agree on a lot of things and your ways and mine are different. And it's okay if you go on and I'll support you. Let me know what you want me to, you know, things like that. Not make it, it doesn't have to be adversarial is what I, I guess I'm saying. But I've done it many times. Okay. To answer your question, yes. <laughs> what about so, you guys? So here's here's the thing: is so if we we can read lots of stories in the Bible where Jesus just walked up and said, "Hey, it's A and B, and here it is," and yes, he gave no. it, he brought he brought with love and kindness because that's how he mm-hmm. walked. Um, but you know, he just came in, said what he needed to say, and just kept it moving. And, um, and I think that is a, a very, very good example of how, you know, we as faith-driven entrepreneurs is that somehow we believe because we live in the world is that we're told, you know, like we're to do no harm. To say that, um, you know, and Denise put some great words. She said, free them, free mm-hmm. them so they can go off and do their work. She didn't yeah. say fire them. Or let them go. She said, free them so they can go off and do their work. Not take responsibility for them now going, freeing them, and then going off and doing their work. As in, we have to now be the supportive force. And I think that's one of the um, those three buckets of when we have to limit our partnerships, when we're not having um, uh, motivators and people who are um, basically raising us up, we have to be willing to be strong and run the risk that um, they may not be capable, they may not be capable of continuing on in any form of a relationship because you have freed them. We have to be okay with that or we're all going to be continuing to carry around um, endless. Yeah. And, and (laughs) which then holds us back from um, getting those things because if that one person who you need to free has told you, you know, you're not capable of this thing, which God is a God given gift. And now you're carrying that baggage. Now you're also carrying this stuff that this person has said about you that may not be true. So we have to, we have to use God's, we have to use Jesus's example of the way that he existed. He, he was straight with his parents. He was straight with the, um, you know, the priests, the temple, you know, John the Baptist, I mean, the stories are endless of how it is that he just spoke the truth and said, you don't trust me. That's not me. That's you. I'm right here for you whenever you need me. I love that, Tina. I think, um, you know, that, that song, uh, Make Room, mm. is what you're reminding me of as, as you're saying that, really, because as you let that person go off to be who God created them to be, you are making room now for another opportunity, which would actually be better is what I'm thinking. Um, but we, we hold on so tightly to these things and some, some things that we really need to let go of, right? So it feels bad, it, it, I guess, in the, in the moment, you know, it's like I'm going to have to let you go. But that is where, you know, we really have to trust um, God, you know, spirit in this one. Well, Thank I, you. I, That's wise. Just going to say one thing that, in addition to what you all have been saying, I, I think there can be a dual benefit to that as well. I think the person on the other side can, can can take something from that, 
interaction as well. Because they could be going on in this relationship thinking they're doing the right thing or, or maybe they're serving your needs. And sometimes if you, that can be wake up. I'll give you a, a very odd personal example of that um, that happened when I was in my 20s. I was dating this girl for about, we were together about almost a year, right? And then she dropped the ultimatum on me. You know, and she just said, Chris, listen, you know, I just don't think you're committed to this. You know, I just don't see this going. I don't think you're in it as much as I'm in it. And she's like, I, I, I'd like to take a 60 day break. And then at the end of 60 days, if you want to get serious about this, let's go. If you don't, we need to just go ahead and end this. And it, it caught me off guard. I was like, whoa. You know, I, it actually, I'll say we were, I thought things, I thought things were going pretty well to that point. Cause we were, it wasn't like, and we were, we were together a lot, you know, and, but she want she was talking more marriage. Right. And so that's where she, that should have said that she's kind of more on the marriage track. I took my 60 days of, of not, and it ended, <laughs> I'll say we ended the relationship, but I took a lot from it. And I actually had a lot more respect for her for doing that. And as a result, she and I are still good friends to this day. And um, it, it, we were good friends, like, right after that, too. And I even told her, I said, I respected you so much for doing that because I know that wasn't an easy thing for you to say. And I know that the maybe the end result wasn't <laughs> the expected outcome, or maybe, maybe not. But I'll say it, it was a wake-up call for me in that, you know, and to your, all your points, I mean, she, yes, she freed me up to move on to what I had to do. But I'll say there's a dual benefit for me as well. And I think that in those scenarios, sometimes for the people who you, you are releasing, you know, from, it, it's easy for me in business, by the way, harder for me personally. But for those who you're releasing in those capacities, you can be honest and kind of speak truth to them. There'll be a benefit, I think, for them in it as well, if they understand that. And maybe you could even make amends and continue the relationship in a better form or fashion if they can understand how you're they're not fitting into your picture. But, you know, also, too, it does. It, so I just think there's benefits all the way around from those types of scenarios playing out. So I'm just going to mention that. Oh, very mature of us, huh? <laughs> it just takes so much to be there, you know, like to just be that kind of person in the moment. Sometimes you just like, you just fighting, you know, but I know what the right thing is to do. So, yes. I, um, I asked that question because I experienced, um, partnerships where they lasted too long or they weren't supposed to be formed in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I think it's taking me maturity to understand the difference between the two, but it's still an area of challenge for me. And so I moved to DC based off of a partnership to start a, um, a Christian apparel and goods company and literally left everything in Georgia and moved up here. Um, and with the intentions that the three of us were going to do this project. And it was so devastating to me that it caused me to lose a lot of confidence to think I couldn't hear the Lord, to think that I wasn't on the right track, to think like so many things happened as a result of that. And it wasn't until again this year where literally I felt like my eyes, ears, everything just popped open in June where he was like, no, you were wiser beyond your, where you were supposed to be at that time. Like you were so far beyond where you were. I used to tell them, I'm like, partnership is like marriage, except without the sex. And I mean, that might be graphic or whatnot, but it is. you have to be able to share your emotions of what's happening with you. Because if you're not having a good day, you're not going to be able to communicate with your partners correctly. Like you got to be so vulnerable to share what's happening 
um, and let people know what's in your life when you're in part, true partnership. And so about two years ago, I started working, um, Started when I started at QVC, because again, I wasn't sure how QVC was going to pan out in terms of me driving two hours to work, you know, not sure how often they were going to book me. And I needed something so that I could be work remotely. So a young lady at NCC who we met through small groups and prayers, I was like, Mm-mm, I am not trying to do this. I am not trying to partner with her with nothing. Right. And it was funny because we didn't hit it off initially. Like our first encounter was Pastor Heidi had asked me to help her do something when we were having um, like those mid semesters. I can't remember what they're called, but they're like mid semester. The midterms. Um, they were like midterms where we, everybody would come together and it was a Holy Spirit encounter night at Ebenezer's. And she was so mean to me and was just like kind of just brushing me off. And I was like, oh. And then one day I was in Georgetown working and she happened to be at a Starbucks. We met at a Starbucks and she was came back with me to work. I was doing makeup at the time and we just started talking. She ended up being my model for a few different uh, gigs and then she ended up hiring me. Two months into the engagement of working with her, she's like, look, you're not an employee. She's like, you're a boss and I want to make you my partner. And I'm like, head spinning around like 500 times. Like, what are you talking about? Because I, I just wouldn't have thought like, that's not what I was thinking. But then the Lord said to me, like she said, the Lord told me to take care of you. And I was like, really? He was restoring my belief in partnership because Mm. we need people. We can't do life alone. And although we want to think we're on islands by ourselves, but to have that engagement and we've had our ups and downs, literally ups and downs, but that has been the most divine partnership is me partnering with Cameron and she allowed me the ability to be me, to be free, to be my person. Like we literally, when I started with her, was in the red. In six months, we were back in black and we have not been in the red since. And I mean, now are we making huge profits now? Uh, no, because of COVID messed up a lot of things for our business structure, but we are changing our infrastructure and it's working for us and we're still being able to employ people so that they can have an opportunity to get their life on track. And I feel like because our mission is to help others, it helped me get myself on track and now we can empower others. And so I said that because even with the things that I'm working on now in terms of more personal branding missions, like not getting back into that habit of being with people who don't necessarily want to work with you, but just knowing when the right opportunity is to let them go. And so one of the things that helped me was to not be, to forgive them for just not knowing what they were doing was wrong. They didn't know. And we don't know oftentimes what we don't know. Um, But it's helped me uh, in 2020 just understand the full circle of everything that happened when I moved here almost 10 years ago. That was a lot. I'm sorry. I was talking a lot. Sorry. But it's very helpful. So I love hearing you guys, hearing stories. (laughs) It is. It was very helpful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm wondering, um, with the same bucket that um, Denise mentioned, uh, you guys agree these three buckets are sufficient? Is what I'm wondering. I guess that was my question. Or do you need anything else? She said to focus, right? Um, do you think those are sufficient? And to, I guess, what you you were just talking about there. So, 
I, ha I have a comment on, so you notice how when you asked her that question, she was adamant. She did not yeah. waver. She was adamant. <laughs> no, these three. And, um, and so um, this is when I believe that God prompts and gives us gifts. I mean, you asked the question, she made the statement, you asked the question, and she was like, no, don't change the buckets. Um, the names of the bucket or, um, or build them accordingly. Um, because, um, if we are to have, um, those who are going to lead us in, in a particular portion of our, whether it's our business or our lives, you know, in this case, in our business, um, we have to be, um, uh, teachable and we have to listen well, because mm -hmm. it's very easy for me to take what someone else says and, Put it into my head and spew it out just as Tina wants to hear it. I can have amazing <laughs> conversations with myself all the time and tell me how amazing I am. Even though people tell me I'm amazing, but I can tell myself how absolutely spectacular I am. And or I can also tell myself that's the thing I've wanted to achieve and be okay without making – I don't really care whether or not others are receiving what um, I've necessarily done so it's really, a you know, in my case, I have to work on being obedient to God, but I believe that she was adamant about the three. Don't change them. Don't try to create something else. And I think we should I guess, be. I'm wondering about Mashanda's bucket. Like when the story she was telling the, I'm thinking of how did it fit? Like the support and the encouragement of customers, you know, like kind of lining it up and trying, I was trying to put it together there. Was that, you know, that did it align really in, and she so had to go. You, to, mm -hmm. you can, you can have um, clients, customers who are supportive and motivators and or partners and their partnership can be um, advocacy. Their partnership can be, um, they're a cheerleader um, their partnership can actually be where they're handing you off and saying whether it's bringing you more cl customers, clients, or they are connecting you with um, a business idea or someone, something. Um, but you know, there, you know, I, I think that you know having um, you know a partnership, but then really our 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 responsibility is to decide. If the partnership doesn't work and isn't working, set them free. If the motivator is not is requiring mm -hmm. us to do all the motivation, then we might need to set that person free, whoever's in that bucket. If um, the um, what did the other one was um, I, I closed my my notes. Um, support, um, encourage. Support. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if the if the if the supporter. Um, for whatever reason, is requiring more of us than we are getting out in exchange, um, mm -hmm. not because they're going through something, but just because they have an expectation that we are to bring in more. I get a lot of this. That's not what you do when I say no. And they're like, no, that's not what you do. You know how to do everything. No, mm -hmm. I do not. I don't want to do everything. No, you do. No, I don't. You want to be in control? No, I don't. But mm. when I have people who say that, partners, clients, um, supporters, I have to let them go. I have to free them. And they don't necessarily like being freed. Um, um, and then that's when God brings in his divine 
support by whatever happens. You end up having a disagreement. They disagree with you. You disagree with them. But the Lord said, that's okay. We couldn't get rid of them in the first place because you tried to get rid of them nicely and they were unwilling. So, um, you know, we're not in the cancel culture as uh, Pastor Mark. We don't always have to be in the cancel culture, but we have to be willing to apply. I think I think Denise's idea of staying with those three buckets is um, it is a phenomenal thought. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg always wears the same color shirt and pants every day, so he doesn't have to keep <laughs> on worrying about what he has to look like. And as I'm not saying that anybody has to be that extreme, but um, I mean, this is the prime kind of example uh, where we have an opportunity. I bet by a show of hands, there are everyone on this call is right now holding the hand in their business of someone that they have attempted to partnership with and thought they were a supporter or um, they were, you know, they were any one of those three buckets that I bet you, you don't have enough fingers on your hands right now. And there could be a lot of freedom. You could set them free. Um, And I bet you that would bring a whole lot more um, fruitfulness to your buckets and your business. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'll be a little bit more laser focused. You know, I think it is helpful. And, and I, I'll use the, the framework as I go forward, just seeing if it fits, you know, because I know there's always another way. There's just no one set. I just, you know, it can be broken. I guess is what I'm saying. But take this um, this gift and use it and see if it blesses you. And see how you can use it to also bless others. That's what I'm seeing. Any other um, thoughts today before we wrap up? We are at the hour. Question. Where did she say this would be housed to go back and listen to it again? Is I it going to be on our, our website? And I can get more priority. Um, I guess once I, I know it's up and available, I'll make sure I send a message out to you guys. So you know, but I think it's on our website. So spend some time there too um, on the website with some of our content, listen to her podcast, you know. Will do. Thank and you. This was you're good. welcome. Thank you. Um, anything else? Um, anyone, Chris, Melissa, Maxine? I'm not sure who's there. <laughs> no, I think that, right. was, uh, that was good. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you want to close us out, Chris? Uh, sure. I'll put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll close us out here. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you, Lord, for uh, just this ability to gather. Just thank you for Denise and uh, her words of wisdom and sharing that. I just pray that we would all uh, receive her words and incorporate those into our personal lives and our businesses. So I just pray you would just allow us the uh, discernment and the application and the clarity to apply that word the way that you would apply it to each of our lives and our businesses. I just want to pray for all those who couldn't make the call today, Lord, just pray that you're continuing to bless and cover them as well. And uh, just want to pray that we would just continue to, to grow and continue to receive and walk out all the gifts that you've bestowed upon each one of us, Lord. So just pray that we would just have that confidence, Lord, 
to continue to walk out the gifts that you're asking each of us to walk out with boldness, Lord, for your glory and for your honor. I just want to pray that everyone uh, can enjoy their time with their families this week safely, Lord. So just pray for anyone traveling, for safe travels. Um, and for everyone to stay safe from a health perspective as well, Lord. And uh, so we just want to thank you and praise you for all that you've done in all of our lives, Lord, and all that you're going to do in our lives as well. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. I hope you enjoyed today's talk. I know I did. If you have any questions about what you heard, please send me a message at hello at denisechilee.com. I would love to answer anything that came to your mind as you listened to today's episode and connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. You can find me, Denise G. Lee. And as always, I just want to make sure that you are fully supported. So don't hesitate to reach out to me. And that is it. Thank you for listening. Take care and be awesome.